Okay, welcome back to another podcast to you, delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. Our next guest, Adele Morin, is the owner of TimelessBridalWear.ie, and she's going to talk to us everything about wedding dresses, which I absolutely know nothing about. So thank you very much for coming in. Thanks a million, Carl. Great. Thanks so let, for let, having let's me. Let's start off. So tell us a little bit about your business, what you do. You were saying earlier on, it's it's a family-run business. You run it from your home, uh, which is a very personal touch. Yeah. Um, what's the basic model of what, what you do and what you sell? Yeah, so myself and my mom, Lizelle, run it from her house in Newtown and Trim. So what we do is we sell discount designer wedding dresses. We sell off the rail. So we have about 150 dresses at the minute, all discounted, that brides can choose from when they come to us. Okay. Um, all appointments are private. So it's just literally the bride and us helping her as best as we can to find her dream dress for less. Great. So you sell off the rack, which ultimately that means when someone comes in and mm. they order a dress, it's not being shipped yeah, in. So it doesn't have to be ordered. The dress that the bride tries on is her dress. So the element of risk is eliminated, I suppose, from ordering um, from a sample. So the dress they try, they can physically touch their own dress that they're going to wear on their wedding day. Great. Yeah. yeah. Which in fairness, <laughs> there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, you know, definitely. This is my dress. Yeah. Um, brilliant. And can you talk about kind of what kind of price range you, so if mm. you if you can offer discounts, then you're probably not going up into the higher end of prices. I mean, mm. are the designer dresses? I mean, Yeah. You? So they're all really good, high end, high quality designer dresses, just without the high price tag. So our dresses range from about 500 at the minute to 1300. Okay. The average dress about eight hundred to thousand. Right, so that's the general spend yeah. that you would see. Um, and you mentioned earlier on that you had a dress in the shop that actually would have cost eight thousand euro. Yeah. And you said you used the words pre-loved, which I had to ask mm-hmm. it what that was all about. And a pre-loved dress is ultimately a dress that has already been worn. Yes. So is pre-loved that is a dress that's been down the aisle already. So the dress you were talking about is Norris Hen. It's an Israeli designer, €8,000, which is an awful lot of money for a dress that you're wearing for one day. And even the bride that we're selling it for did regret spending that much on right, a dress. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. She said if she had the €8,000 now, what she could do with it. So I think a lot of girls, it kind of goes to their head a little bit when okay, they're... Yeah preparing for their wedding and they think the more that they spend the better they look but essentially a 500 euro dress that we have which could have been originally worth two and a half thousand the bride is just going to look as phenomenal as the person that spent eight thousand euro on their dress yeah and i'd, I'd say eight thousand would be an excessive price at regardless i mean mm, the general price would be i'd imagine would be you said from 800 upwards or maybe maybe two grand or three grand or yeah, whatever would definitely. be the general price but i'd imagine as well it's a lot got to do with feeling comfortable in the dress mm-hmm. um pushing aside what it's worth i mean if, if i'm at a wedding i just see a white dress i, I wouldn't be able to tell yeah well men don't worth. really pass yeah. much remarks on the, what the bride is wearing yeah. just that she looks beautiful yeah yeah. But yeah, once a bride is comfortable and confident in a dress and the price is right and they feel amazing in it, that's ticking an awful lot of boxes for a bride. You know, they don't like some brides come to us and they have been to 10 or 15 boutiques and their head is literally melted because they have this idea and a vision in their head that doesn't really exist. So I think if you bring it down a level or two and just try and find a dress that you feel brilliant in comfortable yeah. and confident 
that's your dress. That's your dress, exactly. Yeah. So do you, obviously you have appointments. Um, and yeah. I know I spoke to a couple of bridal shops. Some some bridal shops will charge for an appointment because that means then, because you, you might get no showers, I, yeah. I gather. Um, that happens. You, so for you then, do you do you charge? Uh, for no, we don't charge for uh, a bridal appointment, but there are some times when there is a no show and that is frustrating. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, but what can you do? You know, yeah. like we do follow up if there's a no show and sometimes the appointment, we can reschedule it for them or maybe they've found their dress in the boutique before us, which obviously is no problem at all. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but just the, 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 the decency wasn't there to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't yeah, show up, yeah. I don't want to be there. Would it be 18 months out or 12 months out or six months out when someone comes mm. to you to buy a dress? That varies a lot. Okay. It depends totally on the bride. Um Generally, the brides coming to us now are getting married next summer. Generally, six months, I think, is fine. Now, we have had brides, like even a few weeks ago, we had a bride that was let down by a boutique in Dublin. She came to us on the Saturday and her wedding was the following Friday. So there was a little bit of pressure on us there, That's but pressure. we found an amazing dress for her. Great. And the yeah. fact that you're selling from the rack and you probably yeah. have, like what sizes, do all your sizes vary? We stock size 6 to 30. So there's a huge variety. Great, great. So the question I was leading up to was, you know, obviously, you know, f- for both groom and bride, mm. you know, the, the photographs and everybody wants to look their best. Like mm-hmm. if someone even if you could look at someone that maybe they didn't even need to lose weight and they still lost more weight. Yeah. Can that happen when you you sell the dress? What happens then if... if So, a bride will find her dress with us and we'll find one that is nearly fitting her or else is big on her. So, we don't want too many alterations. But... If a bride is losing weight, she doesn't get the alterations until six weeks before the wedding with our recommended seamstress. So it's brilliant for brides that are losing weight because there's only one alteration then. She's not been measured up now. And then in, say, with the regular boutiques, she'd be measured up right now. And if she loses two stones, say, then her alterations are going to be drastic. They're going yeah. to be like an awful lot of alterations will need to be done just before her wedding. Whereas with our seamstress, Irina, she just literally works with what she has six weeks before the wedding and just okay. does one alteration on it. Great. And then, of course, you know, if you did lose too much weight or if you did put on weight, you're going into mm. more money because I imagine all that stuff costs exactly. is expensive to get. Yeah, to, to the you'd be charged weight. more for the alterations yeah. if there's a big take in or a big let out. So can we talk about trends then? Do you, you do you sell high-end designer? Like, could you name off a couple of designers that would be popular mm at the moment or the popular style of dress uh, yeah sure for 20, we're coming near the end of 2018 now moving mm. into 2019 um, is it, does it change year on year month on month season mm. on season obviously because Ireland you know we could yeah. have our winter in the summer yeah. you never know um, well definitely uh, for different times of the year for weddings you'll find brides are going more for sleeves for the winter um, obviously a lighter dress for the summer if they're in anticipation of good weather yeah but in terms of trends, um, brides don't generally come to us saying, this is what's in trend, I want to wear this. All right, this is what's in season, I want a dress that's in season. Um, like if it's comfortable on them, as I was saying, and they're confident in the dress, they'll go for that style of dress that suits them. 
Um, yeah, so regardless of the design, I just the reason I'm touching off this is if someone was doing their research, yeah, and had a specific oh, they do designer, know certain design. Like yeah. a girl could come in and have pictures printed out of dresses that she likes and designers that she likes, and nine times out of ten, we'll have that designer. Maybe not the exact dress in the picture, but. Um, they generally don't go for the exact dress they think they will anyway is that it yeah. so yeah the dress is in your head you'll always probably end up going for something that little bit different yeah you don't end up nine times out of ten with the exact same dress great and and yeah. are veils and stuff like that popular is that, is that people are still going back to you that you could have or? a bride that comes in and loves a veil and the next bride will say no way yeah. I look like a holy Mary but <laughs> I think veils are so romantic and it's the one day that you do get to wear it so yeah. like I'm going to wear a veil next year definitely yeah and congratulations you got thanks very much play. Yeah. so you've no problem finding the dress anyway well hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we talk about veils I, I mean I'd imagine the veil do we see much of that now at the wedding ceremony the two tier where, where they have it over their over the face. face yeah, yeah. I mean, well Meghan that... Markle has made that really popular again I've noticed yeah. um, a lot of brides now do want it over the face Going up the I, can we speak about the celebrity thing having a huge influence it does definitely it? Yeah, yeah. we've seen an awful lot of like crepe is definitely more popular can um, you explain what crepe is to me now it's a material right, so. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's what? like a soft Georgette okay. sorry it's just yeah. uh, it's very popular at the minute that type of material okay um, I'll Come in and have a look and yeah, I'll show yeah, you some yeah, of them. Yeah, so crappy. Yeah, so it's just a style. And then you were, like you were saying earlier, actually, before we came on uh, for mm. the podcast, that the, the silk... Um, Mikado silk is quite popular at the minute as well. It's quite popular as well. Yeah. Um, and that, that would be what the kind of a tight-fitted dress, I suppose, as opposed to a dress going Yeah, out, well, Mikado you know. silk, obviously, any material dress you can have in any silhouette or shape. Um, like, if, in terms of the different silhouettes, princess style is really popular at the minute. The really classic, romantic looking uh, Mikado dresses with the pockets are all in. Right. The yeah. A-line, yeah, princess style. They yeah. literally fly out the door. And the crepe, um, kind yeah. of simple, more kind of understated dresses are very popular at the minute as well. And would brides, would you ever see brides, because uh, I actually have seen this, where the bride would actually change into a different dress then for the evening time. Yeah, Maybe that does happen, the first yeah. Maybe after dance, so they buy two dresses. Mm-hmm. Especially because you know. they're so reduced with us, brides can afford to buy the two dresses. That's, yeah, you know? and I mean, that's a good say. Would you ever kind of push, not push it on a bride, but would you ever say, look, by the way, we do have this as well as an after? If they are trying to decide between two, dresses I mean the two of them would be the price of one dress in another boutique so brides have gone for two dresses yeah. uh, before they could also opt for the tea length which is a shorter dress for the evening so it's more fun and they can dance in get it. the flip flops on get the high yeah. shoes off exactly. get, get moving brilliant yeah. and you did mention earlier as well that you kind of work with bridal shops so you network with them mm. and then you, you take their dresses and, and that's what you put on your rack yeah. and when they come in then they, they pick their dress yeah. and, and that's the sale that's it so when we started off the concept was pre-loved so that's six years ago now the whole idea in the beginning was to sell discounted designer dresses on from one bride to another to connect the two brides so now it evolved say after a couple of years boutiques started contacting us to ask us to sell their dresses so a lot of boutiques that have closed down we've sold all their stock for them Um, we've sold we sell the sample dresses but only if they're in the boutique for a couple of weeks yeah. uh, in that boutique so they're in really good condition yeah because um, I kind of looking at it going with a bridal shop that, that didn't sell is it because that specific dress might be just gone slightly out of trend mm. or style is that is that the not kind of really area? No. Um, I don't think 
dresses go out of trend really quickly. Obviously, you wouldn't wear like what Princess Diana wore now. Yeah. But um, I think over like a couple of seasons, the dresses are still relative. They're still like on trend. They don't kind of go off trend really quickly. Great. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about payment and budget. You know, we did have a supplier in here and I thought it was brilliant the service that he offered. He offered monthly installments, you know, mm. and it's a really nice way to do that. A lot of us might, most of us pay stuff monthly, right? You know, or car yeah. insurance or whatever, whatever way you want to do it or your electricity course, bill. Yeah. And I think for a couple planning their wedding, um, you know, a monthly installment up until their wedding sounds like a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned earlier on that you can kind of do a two-month installment or a deposit. Definitely, or, yeah. Yeah, so you're very flexible with how you get paid. Is yeah, that, so the fact that we sell for, we don't own the dresses. We sell for boutiques and we sell for girls that have changed their mind. So the contract that we do up with the boutiques, we kind of do try to stick to that time frame for them. But we're definitely flexible with brides. So brides will pay a deposit on the dress, generally half the price of the dress, which is normally around four or five hundred euro. So yeah. it's not too big a chunk yeah. uh, for a wedding dress. So they can pay it off over two months. If they have any different budget that they want to talk to us about, we can definitely help them out with that. Give um, them a longer time frame great. to pay it off. And is it seasonal for you for appointments? So like, let's talk about an appointment. How long do you offer? Mm. Like, is it an hour? Is it two hours? Is it three hours? So yeah, when so someone books in with you, what's the general timeline? Yeah, we offer an hour and a half, generally. Uh, They do tend to run over that sometimes. Yeah, of course. Saturdays are really busy, so we have to kind of stay a little bit stricter to the time scale. But during the week, if a bride is, if we have the time and they have the time and they're still trying to decide between dresses, we don't kick them out the door. We stay with them and help them with their decision. So some appointments have gone on to two hours, two and a half hours during the week, but generally an hour to an hour and a half. And the process that the bride comes in and then you have the dress and you put it on and look in the mirror. And what about the entourage? (laughs) The mommy, the the daddy's never there. If the daddy's sometimes the daddy, daddy sometimes even the fiance has arrived in. Seriously, yeah. Can we talk about that? They're not much addition, not much help, but sometimes the the bride wants them there. You're not meant to see the dress. I would have been an old traditional yeah, girl like that. You know, yeah, I don't I'd see be the of the same yeah. idea, but some brides wow. want their man's opinion on yeah, the dress. Yeah, yeah. that's um, interesting. Yeah, we had one bride in um, a while ago and yeah, she wanted the fiancé there. He wasn't much helped. Yeah, it's lovely, it looks great. Or I like your bum in that yeah. or something, but that's about it. <laughs> that's that about it. Yeah, God, yeah. No, keep men out of these things, I think. Um, yeah, generally it's the mammy and the bridesmaids. Yeah. And look, you know, we should touch off, but we do have the same sex marriages now. Definitely, yeah. And two yeah. brides, you know. And so would you ever get two brides get at the yeah, same? Yeah, so we you, have. The two of them bride addresses yeah. off you. Yeah, there you go. That's happened a good bit. Um, I had a couple that came in and one of the girls she'd never even tried a dress before and she was so nervous and it was more her partner that was pushing her come on you have to like start trying them and I think it was a third or fourth dress she just fell in love with and felt amazing and there were tears and everything yeah. you know it was great uh, she found her dress and then she went outside and then her fiance found her dress with us so that's bizarre. Yeah, it's great. That's a great story. That's, I love <laughs> yes. that story. Okay so like so the entourage of people coming in it's normally the mommy would normally be there 
Yes, yeah, mommy comes, yeah. Can, the, can it ever get into like a bit of a scrap there where the mama say, no, I, I prefer that on you. And the, the bride is going, no, this is what I like. This is what I feel comfortable. Yeah, How definitely do you, has happened. Like, the psychology of that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, like, I think it's really important to touch off all of these points mm-hmm. because there, it's it, the reality is these things happen. So yeah. ha, has it ever been got hot and heavy at an appointment? It has happened, yeah. yeah. But what I always say to a bride when we go back into the dressing room is, you don't necessarily wear what your mom wears and she doesn't wear what you wear. So how do you feel in it? Do you feel good? Sometimes a bridal party can overwhelm the bride. So I say now when we're going back in and you're in your dress, you look straight into the mirror in front of you. Don't look over at the entourage because sometimes even a face can give away that they don't like the dress, which puts the bride off totally. This is this is uh, yeah, this yeah. is brilliant. That's a really good yeah. Because yeah. I know look, you could just slightly look off. Yeah. The focal point should be when you open yeah. the curtain, you see yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And there should be an instant reaction mm. that feels good on me. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. And, and so that's it. the focus should it is a very emotional buy, but the focus of the bride should be on how does she feel and how does she look in the dress. Yeah. And of course, we're really Really honest and if I think a dress doesn't look good on a bride I will say look let's try the next one yeah. and sometimes I've lost sales because of that but I want our timeless brides to look amazing in their dresses you don't yeah. want them to you know a lot of spillage in certain places or it to just not sit right you want them to look amazing so yeah, and, and, and people looking on a bride that day because that's what's going to happen. You're going to be the centre of attention. Yeah. And, and maybe I wouldn't pick it up, but other people in the room are going, oh, yeah, it's a bit loose on her Or who and, let her out in that who dress. who let her out in that. <laughs> and then you're being blamed, you know. Yeah. Um, so the, the mommy would normally come along and maybe one or two of the bridesmaids or sisters or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I often wonder, like, the colour of the dress. Does, like... Of course, we we know why why the dress is white, and we know the traditional part of all of that. Yeah. Would anyone ever look for something like a champagne color, or a, you know, like a yeah. black, a black dress or something? <laughs> Not black, no. no but, okay, but definitely seeing more color coming into dresses in the last couple of months, um, like top and champagne and deep, a really deep ivory. They're actually yeah. really popular at the minute. Um, white isn't that popular. We've only about four or five white dresses in the boutique. Normally ivory. Ivory, so that's it's the ivory. Cream. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. So there's a hundred different shades of ivory. So yeah. there's a brighter ivory, you know, a cream ivory. There's so many different shades of the one color. We have a pink dress at the minute, um, but a lot of brides have loved it. It's a Maggie Sotero Divina dress, and they have gone and bought it elsewhere in ivory because it's in pink. Right. So it's not. It just pink is not popular. It's a bit bold, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. Well, it's like a dusty pink. It is quite nice, but it just it's, it's not risky. for everyone. Yeah, too risky, too yeah. risky for the photographers. Yeah, great. Well, look, you know, you've been actually really, really informative. I, I know all about wedding dresses now. Brilliant. I'm delighted with myself, you know, <laughs> you can uh, come in and I, help next Saturday. What I can I get up into the attic and get my wife's dress yeah. out? And, and uh, actually. Would you ever, you'd never see dresses from 10 years ago being resold. It's all a, no. always a recent purchase. Recent. Yeah. If a dress, if a bride contacts us and it's pre-loved and it's worn in the last year or two, we'll consider it. Yeah. But not any later, longer than that. Would a bride kind of say, there's no way I'm getting into someone else's dress? Is there a little bit of that? Because I, I personally mm. think, I loved, I think it's a great thing to see. Because I, I suppose I'd be coming from the front side, look, you bought this dress for a grand Paid or Paid so grand much for it and now it's just sitting there, yeah. And now it's just sitting there. It's nice to see it. Uh, Generally, brides have never 
said they might ask if they fall in love with a dress look is it a pre-loved or is it sample or what and I just tell them what it is and yeah. if it was a pre-loved one they have no issue with it yeah and once it fits on it they feel good in it yeah and that's what's most important they're mm-hmm. comfortable on the day once it's in good condition and it's a good designer and they're getting a good bargain on it they don't mind Great. but like as I said, about ninety percent of the dresses are new, so it's rare that it would be a pre-loved. A pre-loved, yeah. So it's yeah. a very small percentage yeah. of pre-loved dresses that you'd have, yeah. and you'd, you'd inform them that oh, this is a pre-loved dress. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Great. Okay, look, thanks a million for coming in. For our listeners, uh, please go to Timeless Bridal Wear. Dot e, and I'm sure you have all your stock up online and people Most can see of it. it. Most of it. Yeah, well, you've yeah, 150 see, dresses, haven't yeah. you? So, yeah. As the dresses come in, they sell. So sometimes there could be dresses on the rail that aren't advertised because they're gone nearly as soon as they come in. Okay. So it's essentially what's there on the day when a bride comes to us. Brilliant. What's on the rails, yeah. Okay, well, look, that's great, Adele. Thanks very much thanks for coming very in. Much, okay, Carl. thanks. This podcast is brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie, connecting couples who are planning their wedding with Ireland's most premium wedding suppliers.